Hi, kitties. Welcome back to the Cute Girls Club. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Ja. My co-host, Tanya, um, she's not in today. So what I wanted to do is make sure I give you guys some content for Sunday. So it's going to just be me, your host, Ja. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about love, lust, and lies. So, we're we're all going through a lot of emotions, me, myself, with COVID, with surgeries, with sickness. And when you add all of those anxieties in, then you want to factor in dating. Or for some people... They may be having some challenges with marriages because COVID has forced a lot of people to work from home or a lot of people have lost their employment. So um, it has put a lot of strain on relationships, new ones, old ones, existing ones. Um, It's just is I think everybody is on an emotional roller coaster right now. So the reason why I kind of wanted to tackle love, lust, and lies is because we kind of need to start unpacking our emotions a little bit at a time. So definitely listen to what I have to say, but I also want you to seek therapeutic help if you, if you, Don't be ashamed to seek it is what I'm saying, because we all need it, really, especially during these high emotional times. And so we need to just kind of unpack some things. So we're going to start with love. Everyone, I, I don't know anybody that does not want love. Okay, so by definition, love is a statement of exact meaning of a word, especially in the dictionary. The degree of distinction is outlined, is distinctiveness in outline of an object, image, or sound. No, that's not it. Child, they trying to get me on this here. Marion Webster. Is Marion trash? Marion is trash. Ain't that some some plum? Let's start let's start over, cuties. Let's see. Okay. Now They're saying love is a noun and a verb. For me, I'm going to say it's a verb because a verb is an action word. So the definition, the noun is an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest and pleasure in something. Feeling deep affections for someone. Is a verb. This how they define it as a verb. 
Love means to be deeply committed and connected to someone or something. The basic meaning of love is to feel more than liking towards someone. Okay. Now, okay, so we did love. Now let's do lust. So we can all be on the same page, y'all. That's the reason why. Okay, they say lust is very strong sexual desire. Or having a yeah, having a very strong sexual desire for someone is lust. And so lies. Okay, let's see here. They're not giving me the good definitions. Oh, here it is. All right. Telling of lies or false statements. Untruthfulness. Telling or or telling or containing lies. Deliberately telling the untruth. Deceitfulness, false. Misleading. Felicious, counterfeit, non-truth. All right, now, those are some definitions on lies. So, let's just start with love. Love is so relative that I think that we get confused. And if you listen back on a couple of our podcasts back, I did like um, the five conversations that you should be having when you're dating someone. And love probably should be number six because, and of course, not out the gate. Don't, don't scare nobody with, because, because when you don't, the first date you don't love nobody. Now you just get crazy. People gonna think you then took the first round of the virus uh, concoction out here uh, talking about you in love with somebody in thirty minutes. Don't do that. Um, but when it comes to love, I think often we're not on one accord. And I also talked about our love languages, but also, ladies, this is something that I need for us to do better at because we have this laundry list of, you know, what it takes, you know, to love us, what we want, blah, 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 blah. But how many times have you asked your husband, your mate, your partner, or somebody that you have a strong affection for. How many times have you asked them how do they need to be loved? Because you may need quality time. But they may need words of affection, affirmation. They may need 
hugs, where you may need kisses. They may need, do you feel that you got their back, you in their corner? Some people may need a cheerleader. Some people may need somebody who who caresses their body. They need touch. Some people may need their need for you to just have an intellectual conversation with them sometime. Or somebody just needs you to show that you care. You know, maybe a small um a gesture. For me, I like my love to be actionary. And that and I will say that the root cause of that is um because of the the lust and the lies and the deception. So it's difficult for me to process somebody saying, Well, Ja, I love you. Um and I my first my first response is why or what do you mean or could you expound on that simply because um saying I love you it gets watered down when you've been deceived and lied to so many times. So I think that a lot of relationships are lacking clarification of what love means to each party of the relationship. Because I've heard a lot of women be like, well, he doesn't tell me that he loves me. And then when you, if you ask the husband, she doesn't think that you love her. He'll be like, well, she got somewhere to live. She got food on the table. She got lights. She got a car. She she got it. So a lot of times men equate provision with love, whereas a they may have a person who would like to hear affirmations of love. So you also, the reason why I feel that this is important, because if somebody tells you that they're not going to be good at the affirmation of love, they're provisionary, and that's it. That gives you an opportunity to say, eh, I may want to pass on this one at, because I need affirmations of love. And yes, no one's going to be perfect, but don't sacrifice the major things that your heart needs. Because it makes you bitter and resentful when you're not getting the things that you absolutely need. Now, don't be sitting up in there talking about, I need a dress every third Wednesday on the fourth of every month or some dumb shit. No, 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 no. We're talking about, you know, the major things that makes your heart strings work for you, the things that causes you, that that brings you happiness and joy and brings a smile. Because you should be looking at your mate when they enter in a room or when you enter in their presence. There should be a smile when you see them. So I think that we really need clarity in what does love mean to your mate and what it means to you. And a lot of times, too, we need to get to know ourselves. Let's just go here. We're getting ready to enter in a new year. Get your journal. Get your uh, a journal or like a little small book. It's kind of thin. And put on it 2021. And write down what, 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 would, what would your ideal love, the way that you love, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What would those words sound like? And how do they make you feel? 
And the reason why I want you to do this exercise, I want you to write those things down and put it in a safe place, even in a, in a safe. And then when you do, when you're blessed to see 2022, I want you to go to the very back of the notebook and write down what your love what are the things that you need? Um, what does what are the things that what does love mean to you? What things are you needing? Or and this is the thing. If you're not real, real clear, what what is missing from your current relationship? What was missing in your previous relationships that caused the relationship to dissolve? That is a good starting place for the things that what what love would mean to you. You'll hear me say that a lot of times. The man that loves me can be trusted when my back is turned. So what are the things that you actually need? What what loving things that you want to hear that makes you smile? What loving deeds? What loving gestures? What are the things that makes love feel good and amazing to you? Because a lot of times we'll be like, I want to be in love and I want love. Blah, 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 blah. But what does that really mean? Because it has such a varied meaning. So I feel that we need to sit down and get some clarity on what does that actually mean to me. So we I think we're doing pretty good on love. Now let's get on to lust. Too often lust gets confused with love. Women, I know of somebody that did. I'm talking to somebody. You didn't got up in that bedroom with somebody and they didn't put it down. Now y'all go together. That's your man. Ain't nobody asked you for no commitment. Ain't nobody said the word commitment. Ain't nobody exemplified no commitment actions. Ain't nobody did nothing that even remotely resemble y'all go together. But because it was so good, because that lust was so good. It was so potent. It was so amazing. It was toe curling, toe popping, back breaking, booty shaking, fabulous and good. It had you where you was damn near need a temporary. You almost told the people they need to get you a C and I dog and a stick. It was so good you couldn't see for a few minutes. Now y'all go together. Let me tell you something. Don't let lust trip you up you know how many women who have been gotten over on because a man is calculating they know what they're doing when you hear me talk about them homosexuals watch out for i'm telling y'all to watch out for them because they calculate they know they ain't got no money they know they ain't got nowhere to stay they know they don't have nothing to offer but pain so they got to be good at peeing. They got to throw that D. Throw, throw. Don't get me started, y'all. My folk in the 90s, y'all know about that. They know they have to be precise. They have to be precise with that peeing. 
So I say that to say you need to be clear on what it is, the difference between love and lust. Because love is a beautiful thing. And I guess if you can put it in perspective, but not very many women can compartmentalize lust. A lot of times men, I have a lust for a woman, another woman and have a wife at home. And if you ask them, they, oh, no, I love my wife. And they don't care nothing about that street booty. Even though a lot of them women in the street been and fell in love with him, thinking he going to leave his wife and be sitting up in there and lost seven, eight, nine years because somebody had lust for them, not love, because their love was for their wife or for their or for their 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 significant other. They love, but they had nothing to do with you. They just lust it. They like what you do. They like the little nasty things you do in the bedroom. They like the things that you will do that their wife or a significant other won't do. Or they like the fact that you're more accessible because they wife busy taking care of household kids, making sure the money looking good, making sure their house businesses and all kinds of stuff is running. So a lot of these men be like, my wife tired. Let me go use this woman's vagina. You know, she got a big butt or big breast, whatever it is that they lust after. And then you get mad because you've been used, but you can't get mad when you, you see, you can't be a victim when you've been a participant. Ain't no need to have no pity party when you've been a willing participant. Especially if you know somebody married. And you still lay down with him. You're a participant. You're not a victim. I don't care what he told you about his wife. She ain't this. She ain't that. She ain't this. She ain't that. But you notice he's still with her. He's still wearing a ring. He still ain't left her. For her to be so awful. He's mighty funny. He's still there. Ladies, do not get caught up in the web of lust. Do not let lust, lust got a, it lust got a, it's a bunch of babies here with no fathers because of lust. Because lust decisions was made, not love. And this is going to hurt somebody's feelings, but puppy love don't count. If you was a young, young cutie, don't get no lust, baby. Go on and get your little condoms. Girls, be responsible because the baby will fall on you, the responsibility of it. And it's probably some old ones of y'all in the back. I might need to repeat it. And, if, you know, if you just own, if you just tiptoeing on the borderline of menopause, that's me. If you need to turn your ear to the side so you can hear good. Don't let lust trip you up. And you end up with a baby on the episode of 50 and Pregnant. Looking at your young girl, teen, teen mom. A lot of these babies are here based on lust. And then you want to know why they don't have both of their parents. Why? Because didn't nobody come for you? And they definitely didn't come for your baby. 
They came for cooch and to give you some ping. They did not come for no love. They came for lust. And this is harsh, but it's a reality that somebody needs to say. We need to know how to differentiate so that you're able to protect your heart and your mind and your soul. Because when you keep piling hurt, hurt, piling hurt, piling hurt, piling hurt, eventually it gotta, it's got to be, it's got to, it got to get let out somewhere. How many times we went to the drive-thru, some hateful helper screaming on through the intercom. We ain't got, we ain't got no, uh, 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 our favorite at the, uh, McDonald's. Oh, the shake machine ain't working. Ain't working. Oh, well, thank you for your time. Have a lovely day. However, you can't, you, you have got to not let the hurt build up. I know it's some men that's going to hate me because of this. But you need to always choose you, ladies. So that you can stay in a healthy, healthy, happy state. So when actual love comes along, you can receive it. Some of us have been so hurt that when love comes along, we don't know how to receive it. We don't know how to treat nobody. We don't trust nobody. Our hearts are jaded because we have let love hurts pile up because we was in love and they wasn't. We was in love. They were in lust. And a lot of that lust is some real temporary lust. They just want a bus. That's it. And go. Come and go. So know the difference between love and you got to make sure the person, the person's love got to be actionary. Let me, let me give you a little bit. I don't know if any of you all, if you get a chance, shout out to David Arnold. You are amazing. If you get a chance, follow him on um, Instagram. He actually, this is, I'm going to show you actionary of love. So I'm literally sitting there. His wife's name is Julie. They have two daughters, um, Anna Grace and oh, I can't think of the Ash. I think Ashley is the other, the little, the little one's name. And then they got the puppy Cooper. Anyway, so it was Julie's fiftieth birthday. So because you know we're in the middle of a pandemic, he picked two couples that were their friends. Um. Everybody took COVID testing, um, you know, before coming. And they flew to L.A. And he rented a beautiful chateau and had a chef come and cook dinner. Everybody hid and everything. But when she came, you know, when she came to the villa. So she's just literally just thinking that, oh, we're just getting the villa. But she could smell the food, so the chef had shrimp. and I mean, it really just made a beautiful, laid out a beautiful spread. And when she got in there, you know, she was like, oh, David, this is so beautiful. It was beautiful. She says, make you not want to go home. And, you know, she's just like hugging him. And then he comes out and then all of a sudden her friend, he had balloons. He had like a banner with a picture on it. 
and her friends jumped out and she was crying and she was so excited that her friends flew all the way from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast to celebrate her 50th birthday. Then he hired a stylist to come out and all that stylist did was bring the outfits and all of their shoes and clothes and hats and accessories all in her size for her to pick out an entirely new wardrobe. Then he she opened up the box. He had bought her a new Louis Vuitton bag and he bought her a Chanel bag. And he just she just kept hugging him and she would say, David Arnold. And she was so excited and she was so happy because his love was actionary. And now last the week before she was pissed because she didn't think he had nothing planned. And he played along with him being a comedian. Oh, he know how to pull her strings. So she's thinking she's not going to get anything. But when she got there, this man laid out love and appreciation. And he kept saying it. I want Julie to have everything because she does so much to make our family stay together and be happy. This is a man who gets it. His woman is someone that he knows that his life wouldn't be what it was if she wasn't in it. And he does not want that woman to be walking around these streets feeling unappreciated or underappreciated. Because that's how somebody else gets your man or gets your woman. Because they don't feel appreciated. Your actions are not exemplifying love. Complacency setting. Uh, you get content in a relationship and you think you have to do nothing. Oh, I got them. That's it. That's not how it works. A lot of people have lost and a lot of, a lot of loves have been turned from the lust person. Because they get over there with that lust person and they thinking they really there for lust. And the person that's, that they, they came there for lust, but that person actually love them. And you end up trying to figure out how your man got flipped. Because you sitting over there with a, with a stinking bonnet on, with a holy uh, night shirt, rolling over, good night, see you tomorrow. No kiss, no hug, no I love you, no I don't appreciate you, no thank you for taking care of our family today. How many of y'all women who got a man who done paid a mortgage, who done paid to make sure you had a car, who done made sure you had lights, who done, made, who done supported your dreams, then helped you with your business? And he rolled over every night and he can't even get a thank you so very much for taking care of our house. Thank you so much for making sure we good. Yeah. Is he supposed to be a provider? Yeah. You know, people are like, well, you shouldn't get have to get nobody shouldn't reward you for what for what you're supposed to do, but you can give a thank you. That's free. Thank you for taking care of our family. Thank you for being the head of our family and taking a responsibility. Bay, I know it's a big responsibility, but thank you so very much. I just want you to know that you're appreciated. It ain't going to kill you. It's free. So those are the things that you 
can do when it's love. It should be actionary. It don't have to be material. Actions don't, are not all material. It could just be something simple. A little note. How many times has your man gone out to work? He got He got you wash. If you wash his clothes, because I'm not a proponent of washing nobody's clothes, because I got too many of my own to wash. But it how's it gonna kill you to put a note in his pocket or his work clothes that says, "You know what, babe? I love you. Thank you for working so hard for our family." That's not hard. So love. With actions. Because you'll be to let some lust heifer get up in there and take your man. Because she popping it and listening to him. You know, your heart should be a safe place. Your heart and your ears should be a safe place for your man to land. Bae, you all right? If they ain't having a bad day, are you all right? Is it something that I can help you with? You know... Okay, when you see that they're struggling with something, make it a safe place to land. When they, if it's something going on with them that they don't really want to tell you about, you don't know. You know how many men fake like they going to work because they lost their job because they terrified to tell yo crazy, loud talking, over talking, cussing, clowning ass that I lost my job today. So he would rather get up and get ready and go out and and look for a job and try to replace out that other one before you find out. Little do they know, well, you computer savvy. You will be the went on indeed. You done jazzed up his resume and shot out uh, 30, 40 email um, requests. Um, Sent his resume to 30, 40 different places, and he ended up getting more calls because you can be trusted to help him facilitate the gap. You have to work together. Be a love team. Now let's get to life. I got to take a deep breath, y'all, because you know them lies is something else. We all done dealt with it. Some of us have been a liar. Some of us have lied about stuff. Everybody lies. I don't care how sweet y'all. Everybody lies. You just have to figure out which lie is your breaking point. My lie is cheating because I get pissed off. You need to let me know we fucking other people. Because if you possess all them other characteristics that makes that makes my heart sing, then I can take sex off of the table for you. And then I'll find my own sexual partner to satisfy me. And we use condoms every time, no oral. We keep this here strictly transactional. And I leave your ass alone. Because a man who lies about sleeping with somebody else is more than likely doing some nasty shit behind your back. 
some shit you know you don't want them to put their mouth nowhere near you or your kids. So that's the one that wears me out. Now, if you line and embellish the story to make it better, I like a good story time. I don't care about that. You know, and a lot of people also talk about the fact that they say a lot of men, they will, they lie to the women that they love and they tell the women that they like or don't like the truth. And I can see that. Do I condone it or accept it? No, but I do see the, I do understand the concept because they don't want to hurt the person that they love. By telling them their sordid truth or that they have a sexual addiction. Because there's a lot of men out here who have sexual addictions. But because men are less likely, they won't even get their prostate and their penis checked. So you know they're not doing no mental checks. And they literally have a whole sexual addiction. And a lot of these sexual addictions coming from where they've been molested. Where they have been, they've had childhood trauma. But they won't address it. And a lot of us are collateral damage of their hurt. And a lot of times they think that telling you a lie, but everything done in the dark comes to the light. So now it's two hurts. It's the hurt that you cheating on me. And then it's the hurt that you lied about your cheating. So if you had a came out and said, you know what, baby? I, I love you. But I feel like sexually, I have some unfinished business with these streets. So before I hurt you, I think that we should take a break or we should. We should uncouple if you're just dating or if we should get a divorce. I would rather us get a divorce, be friends, and if it's kids involved, co-parent our children respectfully than to get out here and sleep with all these women behind your back and deceive you and have you thinking that you're the only one when in actuality it's nine more, eight more, three more, or it's been, it, it's, do you understand? It's men who have been cheating on their wives for 10, 15 years, and it's been 30, 40, 50 different women. If most women knew how many women that they men have slept with, they would probably pass out in the kitchen. But it's, you know, is cuties, is it a, such a man that's that honest out there? Is it a realistic expectation? Because I told my ex-husband, be honest with me if you feel like your dick still belong to the streets. I would rather us get a divorce and be friends then I find out that it was mutiny afoot, that you done lied, and you is out here horn. And you don't say anything because it always comes to the light. And I let him know my response is divorce because you're somebody who cannot be trusted when my back is turned.
So I say that to say, what is your breaking point? Know it, make it eminently clear, and then stand on it. Because let me tell you something, a lot of men are so used to manipulating women. When you tell them that you're going to leave them for cheating or lying, they usually just be like, oh, okay, well, I can buy flowers or I can take her on a trip or I, you, they feel like we can be bought. And I think that's comical because I can buy myself whatever I want. So I can't be bought. So. Cuties, I would love for you to send me a letter at the cute girls club, an email at the cute girls club at gmail.com to tell me what was the most magnificent lies that you've caught a man in or a lover. We don't we, we're all inclusive here. Tell me what some of the magnificent lies that have been told to you in a relationship that you caught and found out. and Or if you've caught somebody dead in the act. <laughs> we want to hear that story too. So cuties. This is going to be a pretty short episode. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys some content. And definitely give us five stars on this podcast. Please subscribe so that you can get notifications. When we drop new riveting content. And I want to tell you, thank you so very much for listening to the Cute Girls Club. You're very appreciated. I thank you so very much. And you have an amazing week. Stay cute in these streets and definitely go through hair, makeup, and wardrobe. Even if you work from home, girl, put a little perfume on your little nightshirt. I do it. My, my co-host, she thinks that's so hilarious. But just, you know, if you're in the house or you're sick, even if you're sick, because I've been sick and I've been putting my, even with the sick, the cute girl, it's a cute girl inside that sickness. And for all the cuties who are not doing okay, for the cuties who've lost a loved one, I know what that's like. Uh, and, and the holidays are rough. Just know that we love you at the Cute Girls Club. We want to tell you thank you so very much for listening. And I hope that you have an amazing, amazing holiday. Bye.